Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's what I call inflation. The end of the month, what you have left, you have no money, that's inflation. What's, what do you, the things you need, are they going up? <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, so... It's not exactly Kennedy vowing to go to the moon. <laughs> why Why are we hearing so many of these clips of Joe Biden? Here's I might be going too far into three-dimensional chess here. All chess is three-dimensional. Biden, we all know this, Biden really lucked out with the pandemic. He was able to not have to go out on the campaign trail as a really, really old man and do one of the most grueling things any human ever does, which right. is run for president. If he had had to do that, who knows? I think it's unlikely he would have been able to keep up. But why are they making him do it now when he's even older and slower for this midterm thing? He's doing a whole bunch of states in a few days. He's doing multiple uh, locations a day and failing at them. As we just read the New York Times piece last hour where he had a whole bunch of gaffes the other day. Is 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 he either saying, look, I'll show you that I've still got it? Or are, is somebody setting him up to fail by putting him out there so much? And then nobody wants him. I mean, his approval rating's so low. Why are they putting him out there, setting him up to fail? With And there's going to be a lot of it in the coming days. His schedule is one of those schedules that will be hard to keep up, even if you're 50 years old and pretty healthy. 
There's yeah. no way he's going to be able to not embarrassing himself like 10 times between now and next Tuesday. Yeah, that's interesting. Could it be just because not having the incumbent president campaign is so Nobody would obviously notice. horrible? Nobody would <laughs> notice. Well, the political press would, but, you know, they're talking to each other. Which is worse? Some article on page three saying, why isn't the president going out more in recent elections? Barack Obama, Donald Trump, blah, blah, blah. Or the giant, he says something nonsensical clip that everybody plays a million times. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. Right. That's why it is what it is. You know, you're right. When you're right, you're right. (laughs) Oh, God. I think somebody's setting him up for failure. I think it's part of the pushing him out the door. Yeah, that's funny. Well, that lends credence to the theory that he's not part of the plan to serve two years in a day, for instance. Because, or do they actually believe in? Listen, I'm willing to entertain uh, crazy ideas just to contemplate them. Is it possible he thinks he's going to run again? Heck yeah! Oh come on! Just like it's possible, Grandma thinks she can still drive, oh, and you have to have a talk boy. with her. Oh boy, poor Grandma. Um, oh, speaking of that sort of thing, this is worth playing, I think. Uh, I saw this clip. This is a local TV anchor in Pennsylvania talking to John Fetterman, the phony bum hoodie guy who also happens to have suffered a stroke. Phony bum hoodie guy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's an utterly authentic bum. Yeah, he's not a phony bum. Yeah, yeah he's I a apologize. phony comma bum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But a local anchor there uh, in the days before the extremely close election in which the bum who's never held a job is running against a TV quack who at least has held a job. Um, He had that terrible debate performance the other night where the, the effects of his stroke were absolutely evident. And again, it's personally, as a human being, it's tragedy. It's a very scary condition, and, and you should do what you can to uh, prevent it. Check your blood pressure. Anyway, uh. So local TV anchor is asking him, hey, you know, given your debate performance, well, actually, his question, I think, is part of the clip. Uh, 30, Michael. I support fracking. Fetterman is still confronted with questions about his performance. Do you understand why people are now questioning your ability to be our senator from the state of Pennsylvania because of moments like that? I I, I believe that, that my support of fracking has always been been one that uh, in, in the past uh, it was some of the environmental uh, concerns. Do you understand why people are concerned about your ability to be our senator? And I was very much aware that I, I had a stroke and I was in the position to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he the fact wins, that, that race is as close as it is says something. Well, if he exactly if he wins, nice job, Doctor Oz. You lost to him, a guy who's never had a job, whose brain no longer works. <sighs> wow. 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 That brought me down. Because it works both ways. Congratulations, Fetterman. Good you went to Harvard. You just lost to Dr. Freaking Oz. <laughs> you know, this is depressing me. You're laughing. I'm sad. I'm just thinking about... How the Republicans lost the Senate, thereby permitting much of the spending that's brought the country to its knees through inflation. Yeah, it's a global phenomenon as well, but and permitted all sorts of horrible policies uh, because Donald Trump uh, was butthurt about Georgia. You don't like it? Fine. That's true. 
Um, and then we're going to lose the Senate again because we're running numbskulls. All right. On a cheerier note, because virtually everything's a cheerier note. Oh, you know what we got to get to? A really interesting piece I read uh, entitled, Why Women Are So Susceptible to Political Correctness. And also the shocking, the astounding swing of white suburban women back toward the Republican Party. It's, it's mind-blowing. But yeah. first... Let's talk about uh, something that, you know, frankly, many times women have to deal with, and that's what's going to be for dinner or who's cooking dinner and that sort of thing. I will tell you, Judy and I are huge fans of HelloFresh. I wish we'd known about HelloFresh when we had kids in the house. Now as empty nesters is absolutely perfect. They deliver pre-measured these delicious meals and a wide variety of meals that we just then whip up in the kitchen. Takes, you know, a few minutes, but not not like hours. Um, And and so we always know what we're going to have for dinner. It's always delicious. Treat yourself to gourmet meals and pick up cooking skills along the way with the new limited time harvest dinner series complete with easy to follow video tutorials. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and HelloFresh is actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. So it saves you money and it saves the, what do you want? I don't know, what do you want? Sign up today for 65% off plus free shipping with our code. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65 because you can save 65%. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. One more time, HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. Uh, give it a try. You can cancel any time, too. There's no locked-in uh, contract. You know, I had a conversation the other night, which I've had with many people over the years, about how when I say I don't care, I mean I really don't care on the whole going out to eat thing. Because a lot of people say they don't care, but they care. And I've, that's always driven me crazy. Oh, yeah. You got a few people. Where do you want to go tonight? I, I don't, don't care. care. Oh, well, let's get a burger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Then you freaking care. So don't say you don't care. But when I say I don't care, I really don't care. You pick anything. I'm just going to go there and eat. and I won't say a word about it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mope around. I'll just go wherever you want. I don't care. Judy and I had a date night last night. We went out to dinner. Dinner table Oops. events. That's right, Mitt. Um, and and we went to a place that we've liked in the past, but we both ordered poorly. <laughs> That's why I always ordered the same thing. And it was too bright and too loud and too crowded. Hadn't realized it was a prime rib night or something. It was just packed. Ooh, prime rib night. That sounds good. And we didn't have the freaking prime rib. You go on prime rib night, you got to have prime rib. Well, we didn't know it was prime rib night. We happened to be there on prime rib night. I mean, if it's gay pride day, I'm not going to have sex with a man, you know? You're not? It's just a... (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't want prime rib. I should have had the prime rib, but I didn't know I wanted it. (laughs) Anyway, it was just... Then I got all... It was terrible. I ruined it. My mood (laughs) ruined date night. You're Full all, disclosure. I hate that. I hate it when I get into a mood and I want out of it as much as my companions want me out of it. Yes. But it just, I just can't force it to happen. And, you know, it wasn't just that we ordered poorly and that the food was not good. It's other personal things hanging over, and I had some pressure, blah, 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 but it just went house of cards. Just a house of cards. Oh, that's the worst feeling. And I was morose and depressed and quiet and, oh, it sucked. So, anyway. Would you like some dessert, sir? What's the point? <laughs> Why don't you just jam it in my face? Or stomp on it with your feet? I don't care. Charge me triple. I don't care. <laughs> Nothing matters. That's what That's what you need to do. Here's your tip. Nothing matters. 
Okay. Nihilist on table three. (laughs) Oh, why are women so susceptible to political correctness? Uh, We talked about that. It's an article by a woman. The swing of white suburban women back to the right is just astounding. The numbers involved. Yeah, we'll get into that. Numbers shouldn't move that much that fast. What caused it? We'll ask you. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Suburban women have shifted significantly toward Republicans in the closing days of this midterm campaign, according to a new Wall Street Journal poll. White suburban women make up 20% of the electorate. They're now favoring Republicans by 15 points. That's a 27-point shift since the Wall Street Journal's August poll. That also suggests the issue of abortion rights has faded in importance after Democrats initially saw energy on the issue this past summer. So I'd like to look at the actual chart on that. So did it spike toward the Democrats after the Supreme Court ruling? Then a good chunk of those people realized, oh, they didn't just make abortion illegal like the press was telling me. They just sent it back to the states and, oh, it turns out my state is still going to allow it. So nothing has really changed. And then it went back. Is that what happened? You know, that's an excellent question. I'm looking at the actual uh, graphs that are accompanying the article I was about to cite, and they only go back to the last poll, which is not that. Oh, here's some historical data. There's often a reason you do that if you're looking at a graph, because you can can make a graph way more exciting depending on how far you go back. Yeah. The numbers are astounding, though. Um, The survey shows that white women living in suburban areas uh, who make up 20% of the electorate that's worth mentioning. You want to talk about a voting block. Um, they and that's f- the crowd that famously <clears throat> turned against Trump. Really didn't like the, 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 the language, the two, that sort of thing, according to polling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> the white suburban gals, I happen to be married to one and have raised several others uh, who make up 20% of the electorate, now favor Republicans for Congress by 15 percentage points. That is notable because they were favoring Democrats by 12 back in August. August of this year, a 27-point swing in a solid poll, the Wall Street Journal poll. Um, Indeed, as Jack points out, it suggests the topic of abortion rights had faded in importance. Most of that had been um, artificially cooked up. As you say, uh, the poll showed that 54% of white suburban women think the U.S. is already in a recession. 74% think the economy is headed in the wrong direction. Really? What what leads you to that? Yeah, I know. The fact well, that you just paid... God, what did I pay the other day was one that stuck in my head. Just various things are ridiculous. I got a can of cashews. It was like $11. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, according to the survey, rising prices were the top issue motivating these voters. Uh, let's see, a little more than a third put that as their number one priority. Uh, just under that, uh, cited threats to democracy, which is interesting. Well, and the problem with that one is, which side of that argument are you on? Yeah, which which threats? Uh, let's see. Oh, here's uh, Dana, 68 years old of Lincoln, California. 
already voted for a straight Republican ticket, uh, registered independent. She leans Republican, but said she's never voted straight GOP before. Right now, I feel like the Democrats are ruining our country, citing her concerns about securing the southern border and high prices. We're on fixed incomes. The gas is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is absolutely true. And uh, who was it who made the point so beautifully? Oh, it was uh, J.D. Vance the other day in his, uh, his uh, town hall against Tim Ryan in Ohio, pointing out that the Biden administration has declared war on fossil fuels, which has forced uh, fossil fuel companies to not invest in the future, thereby making present production extremely expensive. And refineries go offline much, much more. You're not going to spend $50 million to modernize your refinery if you think the administration's going to shut it down next year. So she's right to be concerned about that sort of thing. I'm a little surprised that crime isn't higher in the poll. Um, but again, it's one of those things where if you only, if you ask people to only give one answer, which is a very strange thing to do. What human being in the world has one concern? Um, you're going to eliminate some stuff, I would think. But, um, you know, again, as a husband and the father of a couple of young women, crime is not an insignificant thing for women. And what dudes don't understand, and and oddly enough, I'm beginning to understand better. Um, and, and by the way, if you're new to the show, for whatever reason, we try not to overthink things. The Armstrong and Getty show has a much, much, much higher uh, listenership among women than most uh, news-oriented talk radio, and uh, which is which is cool. Um, but as I've moved into my fifties and had various uh, arthritis-related problems, that's the thing that afflicts my family. Some have cancer. We don't thank God, but a lot of arthritis in my family. Um, I can no longer outfight or outrun a young predator, and I can bring it on. Well, good for you. Would you be my bodyguard? The the pay is uh, is low, but the duty is humiliating. Um, I'm not sure if I were hiring bodyguards, I would choose me. <laughs> but women, <laughs> well, I happen to know you uh, know your way around firearms. Um, women are particularly concerned about violent crime because they're not going to stand there trading fists with right. some goon. Um, and so, yeah, women are flocking rightward right now. The very cohort that, you know, I've accused of uh, being way too down with the, the woke crowd, for instance. And we've used up most of our time, but uh, there's this piece uh, that I just read by a woman by the name of Stella Morabito, Why Women Are So Susceptible to Political Correctness, that I found really, really intriguing. Um, and maybe we'll we'll touch on that next half hour. But uh, I'd be curious to know from from the gals, why do you think women in particular go for the woke thing? I mean, you go on a college campus, the true militant, angry people who are are, are screeching that the, a conservative is even allowed to address the campus. They're majority women. There are plenty of dudes too. But why are women so susceptible to political correctness? Uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is our email address. Uh, you know, short or long, whatever you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful Beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Bouncing ball to third. How does it feel when you realize that this is just the second World Series no-no? Yeah, I really don't give a <laughs> No, move on tomorrow. It's cool. We'll be in the history books, I guess. Second no-hitter in World <laughs> Series history, which is really quite amazing because they've been playing the World Series for a dang long time. And and they ask one of the Phillies, what an odd question. How does it feel to be part of history? I'm on the losing end? I don't really don't give an S. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't <laughs> either. funny. The great Kyle Schwarber. Uh, the, the Phillies go from, it was like batting practice the other night, slapping home runs all over the yard to they can't get a single hit. And, by the way, Dusty Baker, uh, the manager of the Astros, should be in federal prison for taking out a pitcher who has a no-hitter going. I hate that. Wow. Yeah. And then I understand. Yeah, third time through the order. They've seen his pitches. You don't want to. No, no, no. Guy has a no-hitter going. He stays in. I concur. I didn't want to talk about 
politics this segment. This isn't really a, this isn't a who's up by 4% and what latest poll sort of thing. This is more of a modern zeitgeist mood trends in the air. That may be the death of us all. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow. Took a turn there at the end. And I realize the vast, vast, vast majority of Americans, including probably you as somewhat news junkies, if you listen to this, didn't watch the president's speech last night. Probably didn't pay any attention to it. Didn't see the thing I'm about to quote on MSNBC. But it still represents something important, I think. So the president gave a speech in which he talked, uh, he was trying to lay the groundwork for this coming Tuesday night election night about uh, we're not going to have the results right away and that's okay and that's good and here's why it'll take a while and don't panic and, you know, the forces of evil are trying to take over the country and we need to be steadfast and blah, 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 blah. All right. That's his second one of those prime time the Republicans are evil and scary addresses. It is, and um, Jonathan Turley in his uh, Twitter post quotes a poll I hadn't seen after his last, these are near fascists, the Republicans' speech that the Biden gave. 56% of respondents to a Trafalgar poll thought that that would incite more unrest rather than help. Well, of course it will. Of course it will. So the majority of Americans think that's doing more harm than good. Yeah. The, the guy that was going to unite us and bring us back to normal has taken it further down the road of dividing us and making us hate each other. Quoted the poll the other day that 80%, it's a tie, Republicans and Democrats, 80% of Republicans and Democrats think the other party is out to destroy America. Wow. Well, that's the case. It's hard to, it's hard to reach any common ground. I mean, you hear about the weirdness that we now have in our culture where you wouldn't want your daughter to marry somebody from the other party or whatever. Well, yeah, if you believe they're out to destroy America, I suppose that makes sense. And then this. This was on MSNBC last night, All In with Chris Hayes, a show I do not watch. They had on historian Michael Beschloss, who's a uh, a well-known historian. I think he's got a Pulitzer Prize in there somewhere. Um, respected, although he's turned quite wacky in in recent years. I would agree. Listen to this S that he actually said. Six nights from now, we could all be discussing violence all over this country. This is the historian. There are signs it may happen, may God forbid, that losers will be declared winners by fraudulent election officers or secretary of state candidates or governors or state legislatures. We could be six days away from losing our rule of law and losing a situation where we have elections that we can all rely on. You know, these are the foundation stones of a democracy. Joe Biden is saying the same thing tonight. And a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of. What? But if that is true, a historian will say that what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact that whether there will be a democracy in the future and whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. Every time when I think you've hit the crazy part, (laughs) he ups the ante. You know, I can recommend a nice brand of underwear that doesn't bunch up quite so much, Mr. Beschloss, if you like. Or an SSRI that maybe will straighten out your brain chemicals. Holy cow. You're what was that part about our kids? <laughs> so, yeah, the last so we got paragraph, no historians. The last paragraph is, is, is something. 
Uh, a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say, what was at stake tonight and this week was a fact of whether we will be a democracy in the future and whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. Hmm. Hmm. That's where we are. That's where we are. I'm not sure you made a case for the kids being executed, really. It kind of got there suddenly. I'm not sure I'm tracking with you. So the president gives another over-the-top, this is what we're up against, people. These these near-fascist magotypes, which dominate the Republican Party, are going to try to steal an election. And they have a historian, historian on to break down the president's speech, and he starts talking about kids being lined up against the wall and shot if things don't go the right way Tuesday. Wow. If If that's your view of the other side... Things get pretty, pretty ugly, as we've seen. You know, I can solve all this. All you have to do is grant me dictatorial powers. Number one, you go back to a much more traditional way of voting. Absentee ballots for those serving in the military, overseas, whatever, or uh, old folks, people who have difficulty getting to the polls. You just ask for them, we'll give them to you. That's the first thing I thought last night when Biden was saying, you know how it used to be where you got the results at night? Well, it's not going to be that way anymore. It could take days or weeks, and that's a good thing. And I thought, no, it's not. I don't think it is. I, I think the trading ease of voting for... Both sides being able to wonder, hey, what was going on there while you were counting the votes for a week? I don't think that was a good trade-off. Hey, you want to have the polls open from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. or whatever uh, for working folks? That's fine. I'm in support of all sorts of stuff like that. So, number one, you make serious moves in, in toward ballot fidelity. And, and you stop making horrific claims that even the most basic efforts at ballot security, like asking for an ID, which the vast majority of black people are in favor of. People always cite, well, black people disproportionately don't have an ID. Uh, that's, that's just bunk. So you ensure ballot, uh, and oh, you don't call stuff like that Jim Crow on steroids, for instance. You ensure ballot fidelity, and then... It's going to be easy to implement the second point of my plan as the new dictator. Uh, stop with the reflexive election denial. It's bad on both sides. Well, both I, sides. I started this week saying, because this is what I was thinking about over the weekend, until people can start, will start policing their own sides, we are absolutely freaking doomed. And I don't mean yes. that mm-hmm. in a just like. You know, throwing off exciting phrases for talk radio. We are actually doomed. Yeah. And we uh-huh. are not there yet. Man, how much did I see? Because I, I took in some MSNBC and CNN yesterday. How much did I see from the the election deniers and the number of election deniers that are on the ballot and some of them are leading and blah, 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 without anybody saying, you know, Stacey Abrams has been claiming for years that an election was stolen. The Hillary Clinton, MSNBC. The president claimed we have Jim Crow laws. No, that stuff is freaking true. All right? So both sides got to quit. How do you get that going? From our perspective, um, and and I understand this, you know, if we, uh, I could launch into an indictment of some of the election denial stuff right now on the right. Um, But then y'all are thinking, and I absolutely understand it, wait a minute, so the left is hammering us, and now you are hammering us too? Nobody's hammering the left, A and G. What are you doing? I totally get that. 
Um, but it's got to end somehow. I'd, I'd love this little exchange. Michael, uh, play us uh, 48. It's the infamous KJP there at the White House. The president will continue to call attention to the threat to, dem- to democratic integrity and to public safety posed by those who deny the documented truth about election results and those who seek to undermine public faith in our system of government. And now 49, please. Go back now to 2016, where Karine Jean-Pierre tweeted this, quoting, stolen emails, stolen drones, stolen election, welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. In 2020, she said, quoting here on Twitter, reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for anybody. And Joe Biden gave his speech last night again, positioning it as a there's a one sided problem, man. It's just the evil MAGA crowd destroying election integrity. CNN's analysis was Joe Biden's eloquent defense of democracy was a message Americans needed to hear. Pound sand, CNN. <laughs> My concise, ineloquent response. Hey, to the credit of, um, so the, the new CNN show, morning show started yesterday, and it's freaking awful. It's too bad, because I really like the old show, New Day, that had that woman on there, the what polls? I don't know her name, but her and the guy, it was a hard news show, and they did a lot of news, and I really enjoyed the coverage. The new one is Don Lemon and some people sitting around and chatting. I think they're trying to compete with Morning Joe, so that, that's kind of more of a yucking it up ah. talking, which is fine. That's what we do, yuck it up and talk. Well, but, and the Today Show and that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 they're trying to do that sort of thing. But anyway, the What Polls woman is on in the afternoon now in Jake Tapper's old slot. Anyway, and she had the mayor of Georgia on and asked the mayor of Georgia repeatedly, the, Atlanta, there's not a mayor for the state of Georgia, the mayor say, of Atlanta... Hey. Yeah. Um, repeatedly, well, twice, and still never got an answer of a lot of the election denying Republicans that Democrats backed have won and now lead in the polls. Don't you think that was a mistake in retrospect? And she just didn't. She acted like she didn't hear the question and That's just talked right. about election integrity and this and that. A lot of the so-called crackpot election deniers are only on the ballot because Democrats back their candidacy, thinking, oh, we'll we'll back crazy people and they'll lose to Democrats. Which is a pretty loosey-goosey way to play the game if you actually think our democracy is in threat. Well, right. Under threat. In threat, around threat. Yeah, yeah. If if you're trying to measure the cynicism, get 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 your long tape measure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get to get the big one from Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> right. No kidding. Oh my God. Nobody won the Powerball last night. It's up to 1.5 billion now. Remember, you have a 50-50 chance. You either win or you don't. So that's 50-50. <laughs> that's just math, folks. <laughs> that's just math. They're going to draw on Saturday at 1.5 billion dollars. Why are women so susceptible to political correctness? Some thoughts coming up. Powerball! Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was running to the printer because I had too many of these emails to handle uh, electronically. On the question of, <clears throat> and the uh, the essay is entitled, Picking Your Nose Could Increase the Risk of Alzheimer's. Nope, that's the wrong piece of journalism. I was looking for the other one. Uh, why women are so susceptible to political correctness. Uh, an article written by a woman. Picking your nose can help Alzheimer's? No, it can lead to Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. Well, good. Has to do if it'll with discourage, what do you mean good? If it'll, discourage, if it'll discourage people from picking their nose, that's fantastic. Well, it's what disgusting. are you going to do? You got no tissue? It's, it's falling out? It's, well, I don't want to talk get about it. Get a tissue. 
I don't want to talk about it. Listen to you wishing dementia on people. So uh, Stella Morabito wrote this uh, article that I found really intriguing in a lot of different ways. Um, uh, but it's too long as I look at the clock. Uh, but she's talking about how there's a great deal of uh, hmm, pay dirt in modern politics with provoking a lot of the problems of women in the past. And she she cites the uh, confirmation hearing of Justice Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh in 1991-2018, respectively. In both the Democrats, play, the Democrats' playbook to derail the confirmation process was exactly the same. At the 11th hour, a woman appears with stories of sexual harassment from decades past. There is virtually no corroboration. Then she goes in some of the, the details. Um but Democrats trying to disrupt the confirmations were not concerned about the flimsiness of the charges. The unspoken goal was to emotionally manipulate American women who may have been humiliated in the past. They stirred up old resentments and traumas and then projected responsibility for those traumas onto the nominees. And it worked. It dredged up old memories of mistreatment among many women across America. They became emotionally certain that the nominees were guilty. I found that phrase so interesting. Hmm. They became emotionally certain. I've never heard anything put that way, but you see that a lot. I think we've all felt it. And not just among women. I think we've all felt it. Right, I would agree. And sometimes you have Uh, to, like, use your rational brain to get past that emotional certainty. Yeah, yep, absolutely true. Uh, Hence, the nominees could be framed in the public eye as Me Too perps, members of Wife Beaters Incorporated, and so on. The Senate Judiciary Committee and halls of Congress during the Kavanaugh hearings became a circus of angst-filled women, just as planned. They screamed in the hearing room. They screamed at swing vote senators in hallways and elevators. On Capitol Hill, there were parades of women posing in handmade costumes. Hmm. The slogan of the day was, Believe all women, no matter who they are or what they say about you. And then she goes into a tangent about what is a woman, which is absolutely interesting and something I'm interested in, but um, is is a bit of a distraction. Um, And then she goes into the pressure on young women in particular through uh, political correctness. She cites an article in a popular women's magazine. um, uh, Women have internalized the guilt foisted on them for racism, for poverty, for environmental disaster, for not properly masking up and more. An EV magazine article noted that progressivism is an ideology, quote, that keeps score to an exhausting degree. It's understandable that anxiety and depression thrive in these kinds of environments. And, and her main point, and I've got to summarize it quickly, but there's so much scorekeeping on the left, especially, of if women are doing the things that women need to do to be good people. That, that young women are more or less terrorized or uh, what's the uh, Stockholm syndromed into pleasing those harsh, nasty, critical voices if you dare step outside the orthodoxy. Which I'm guessing has its roots in, in anthropology and why we've survived, survived as a species. Yeah, to a large extent, but in the modern age, people who want power have learned to manipulate mm-hmm. the good things about humankind's. For their ends, whether through algorithms, machine learning, or, or just sophistication. She, then she goes into this thing about um, how Barack Obama had his video infographic, The Life of Julia, which they've now updated, offering a utopian story about a woman showing how the government would take care of her and her child from cradle to grave. Um, 
And she says, both of these videos, these infographics, provide a perfect illustration of sociologist Robert Nesbitt's point that the state grows on what it gives to the individual as it does on what it takes from competing social relationships. In other words... The government's showcasing of Julia, for instance, represent the push for a new social order that replaces our intimate relationships with a mass relationship with the state. Again, it doesn't directly apply to our main thesis, but I found that a very interesting thing to say. Yeah, wow. And then I reached out, we reached out to uh, some of our women listeners about why do you think women are, are particularly prone to political correctness? And as usual, you answered with intelligence and insight. Michelle writes... Uh, I think it's pretty simple. Women tend to make decisions based on feelings. Men tend not to. So our feelings about crime, mistreatment of people, many other decisions are made through the lens of our feelings. Um, I know this won't be popular, but that's what I think. Um, yeah, I, I hate to generalize over broadly, but, you know, that's there's something to that. Especially about broads. Yep. Uh, Chris, the woman, says, uh, wokeness is not logical. It's built on a foundation of emotion. For example, it's wrong to hurt anyone's feelings, even if just a little for even a second. And women are more emotional than men, way more, you know, blah, blah, blah. Similar thought um, uh, from this person. And women tend to flack, flock together. They build coalitions. And you have to be politically correct to get a coalition going these days. If you ever miss an hour, get the podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 